Good morning and welcome to the final episode of The Theory Audio. Today we will be talking about mass communication. It is Wednesday, April 7th, 2021, and now Levi will explain to us what we are talking today about mass communication. Yeah, so like Kendall said, we're going to be talking about mass communication today. And really the main thing we're going to be talking about along some other uh, theoretical communication models, we're also going to be discussing how social media has such a huge impact on the way we communicate with one another and the way that it affects our opinions and thoughts. Um, As you probably know all around you, uh, the social media we use affects the different news outlets we see, the different information that we're exposed to, which in turn ends up affecting everything around us. It sort of has a domino effect. So we're going to delve into that a little bit deeper and also discuss, like I said before, some theories and different things that tie into communication a little bit better. And we'll be talking about how this affects people's confidence and just overall uh, behavior in social media forms. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. Today in our discussion about mass communication and uh, mass communication specifically in social media, we will be talking about the agenda setting theory and how it affects that process. The definition for that is a theory that explores how the media influences the public's thinking on issues. So Levi, take it away. Yeah, so with agenda setting theory, there are really two main levels to how it can be described and analyzed. Uh, The first level is called first level agenda setting. Uh, The definition of that is where the media sets or establishes what important topics are to the public. Um, So basically, this is just setting those issues in place. And then there's second level agenda setting, which is how the media influences how the audience or the public thinks about these topics or the issues. So one example to help you kind of process this and visualize it more is let's say the media started presenting information about police and how some people are wanting to like abolish the police and some people are wanting to add funding to the police and everywhere in the middle of that spectrum. If the media just presents that information to the public, that is only first level agenda setting. However, if they present it in a way where it's pro-police or anti-police, it would then become second level agenda setting because it's not objective and they're pushing a narrative. I think we saw some examples of that this year after the uh, death of George Floyd and others, um, how we saw uh, social media come out with um, maybe not exactly anti, uh, anti-police or pro-police, but you know, they were uh, you know, pushing the agenda of defunding the police, and uh, we saw some examples of that during the summer. So, Yeah, it's interesting because whatever stance you take on that, whether you agree with it or not, the media at certain times does end up taking stances and does become not objective in a lot of cases. Uh, You can see this a lot on social media and something that's actually really interesting is that social media is designed to basically enact second level agenda setting at all times. Um, Excuse me, you see basically on your social media feed you'll see all these different news articles and things that agree with you because those apps learn what you like and what your interests are. So eventually it becomes this echo chamber of second level agenda setting and things that influence how you think and things that you're going to agree with. I will say uh, for clarification uh, for our listeners, I don't think we necessarily are talking about what people post on social media. 
um, that would be a little bit different. But we're talking about what uh, social media kind of like ads, like an Instagram kind of has like this. Uh, they have a like an explorer page uh, with this ad that kind of pushes their agenda for a month. So, you know, for uh, Women's Month, they had a lot of uh, women's uh, pro women ads. Um, for uh, African American History Month, they had a lot of African American history. So that's kind of what we're talking about. Kind of during the summer, there's a lot of different agenda settings. Um, they'll come up with a different um, updates to their app uh, for different filters that um, promote um, uh, justice or defunding the police or whatever the situation situation is. So it's not exactly what uh, individuals on social media post, but it's what the uh, social uh, media sites put on their screens to have you watch and see. Yeah. And so uh, to add on to more what Kendall said, when you're seeing all these ads that um, are kind of going to push you in a certain way of thinking and eventually you develop this little uh, niche ne lack a neo tribe neo -tribe. yeah it's known as a neo tribe is when there's like a group of people that you're around that agree with you or disagree with you and it's like <laughs> like the definition a literal tribe and um it's a small clique of uh people who are very extremely light-minded yeah. uh to the point where they want people who are only similar to them and not different, yeah. not different in any way. So yeah. it's not exactly, you know, a, a neo tribe may be good in some ways. It, it allows you to have connection, but at the same time, when social media kind of pushes you into this circle, it doesn't allow you to see what the big picture is, what right. everybody else is seeing. So yeah, obviously, like Kendall's saying, there are a lot of dangers to having neo tribes and to second level agenda setting, because. Eventually, when you are presented with other opinions and beliefs that don't align with yours, uh, people react and seem to be reacting in more extreme ways. Um, so it just causes a lot more dissension among people and a lot more less open-mindedness as well. Yeah, it affects our observational learning. Uh, that's when individuals learn uh, through observing models in their lives. Um, it affects that because you, do never, you never see anything that you uh, don't want to see. Um, you never see other people's point of views, um, and you may, but then you don't see it often enough, so you just immediately reject them. Um, so you never observe other people, you uh, never learn from other people, you just kind of end up getting stuck in the mud, you know, with a lack of better term. But. So on certain social media platforms, I'm just going to use Instagram as, as an example, when you like certain topics... Um, for example, if you are into cars and you like a picture of a Ronin, uh, Ford, Raptor, uh, Hennessy, all the, you know, all the lifts, all the certain gigs to it, or if you like a, you know, a Mustang, for an example, if you like those, you are most likely, Instagram will most likely keep putting those types of photos on your feed. So you can tell what a person is into by looking at what is on their feed because they have liked certain things and uh, those certain things will keep popping up. That has become more of a problem in today's society because people are beginning to have too high of expectations um, for certain topics. For example, fitness models. There's a lot of fitness models who uh, are not very honest. Uh, they use uh, performance enhancing drugs. They use uh, body enhancing drugs. Um, in order to look better, they use the lighting. Um, when honestly, they might not work out as hard as uh, certain athletes, they get more recognition. Um, yeah, and this, honestly, yeah. like, if I could add to that, Kendall, 
all that really ends up doing is just creating more unrealistic beauty standards as well because yeah. it ends up like people end up seeing things on social media and they think that's how they should look or act or be and when in reality people don't actually look like that not everyone takes steroids and works out for hours every day not everyone has a perfect body or face you know like yeah. not everyone is perfect and social media presents things to be in a perfect way there, there's the kind of the known like oh here here's a five minute uh, workout for perfect six six pack abs and i'm like you know you can do a five minute workout and it might be great for you but you're probably not going to get a six pack out of it <laughs> yeah. um it hurts uh, it hurts people's self-efficacy um an individual's ability to do a behavior and the confidence the individual has in doing that particular behavior um, I just know certain, uh, you know, for an example, uh, just an example of females who, uh, who follow other females who are, un who reach unnecessarily high beauty standards all the time. Um, and it affects the person's confidence level. Um, it they want to keep liking it because they say, I want to keep looking like that, but then they're probably never going to get there. They don't have the genetics or they don't simply... Uh, have eight hours of their day to make their body perfect, you know, so it affects their uh, self-efficacy and their uh, confidence Okay, so today we're going to be interviewing Anila, Whitney, and Shelby, some of our friends um, And basically we're just going to be asking them more about the topic of social media and how it affects the way That they think they should look and how they think other people should look uh, So we'll just go right ahead. Do you guys think that social media affects how you should look? No, I don't think it does now. I believe that it probably did, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I would say a couple years ago, I would have completely said yes about body standards and things like that. The climate hasn't changed completely, but it's changing a little bit more towards the more body positivity side and empowerment and things like that. And so it's a little bit better, but it definitely used to be like that. So do you think it's more positively affecting... Um you know, what you should expect that the beauty standards are. Like, it's not as negative anymore, it's more positive. Yes. It's trying to encourage people to be yourself now and embrace your flaws or what you think is. There's still some, some gray areas in that though, because while people are doing that, they're also kind of still promoting um, different beauty standards just based off of social media, just posting in general. Mm -hmm. But they are trying to encourage more. Do you feel like social media influences you guys in ways outside of beauty standards, like politics or just anything in that realm? Not as much on social media because it's not some of the people I'm not really that close to. And so I don't really listen to their opinion as much like I do. But I'm going to have like the conversations with more of my trusted friends or families to actually, I don't know, find out kind of what I believe and stuff like that. All right, thank y'all for the interview. Um, and yeah. So after talking to all of them some more, uh, we eventually came to the conclusion that they seem to get their information on social media and that same information that seems to influence a lot of people, but it seemed to be more of a first agenda setting context. They seem to only be presented with that information and it really didn't affect them as much rather than second agenda, second level agenda setting where the information actually influences them and is used in a way that's kind of like more weaponized. So I guess that's like actually a more ideal situation. Obviously there's outliers and obviously 
a lot of people don't feel that way. But also a vast majority of people do feel like on social media, it seems to be trending in a way now to where more people are noticing how unhealthy it's become. And that, and because of that, uh, first agenda, first level agenda setting is becoming more of a trend. Yeah, and I will say, I think gender roles have something to do with it. I think, uh, I think it's coming along faster for women. I think it's going to be a little bit slower for men. Um, just, uh, you know, it just men is probably uh, easier to reach a certain, uh, you know, handsome standard, if you will. But also, I will say, I think this uh, shows how important it is to uh, be surrounded with a group of people that uh, that you trust and will tell you the truth and also will uh, build you up and maybe even uh, tear you down sometimes to build you up. Um, not necessarily a neo-tribe, but just that group of friends that is not on social media that brings that real world perspective. Um, so this is all today for our podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us today on The Theory Audio.